you're listening to Open Mind Industries Podcast. The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, listen, and open your mind. Hey guys, welcome to the Mind Unleashed podcast. I'd like to give a few shout outs to our supporters. The first one is going to be Lyft, the ride sharing app for your first $5 off your first ride with Lyft. Type in T-U-M-P for your first $5 off your first ride. Also for any new drivers, Lyft is offering a $500 driving bonus when you sign up. Restrictions do apply. To our second supporter, it's going to be Weiss Productions, that's W-E-E-C-E Productions. They are a small production company here in Orlando, Florida, very budget friendly. They shoot anything from small films, weddings, uh, any kind of crazy occasion you guys can think of. Very budget friendly, check them out. Our links will be on the Facebook page. Our third one is going to be, it's going to be uh, Daniel Weiselberg, he's a good friend of mine. He does a drone shooting. He is drone certified, guys. That's a big plus. So if you're trying to get a residential uh, video package done, if you're trying to sell property or what have you, or a small film done or a commercial, check him out. That's Daniel Weiselberg. It's going to be at D-I-N-E production, or D-I-N-E studios.com. I'll put the link to our Facebook page on the description. Alrighty, thanks for sticking by. And now, on to the podcast. Hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the Mind Unleashed, episode 8. How you doing? How are you? So, pretty much outline for this episode... I'll be talking about the Orlando Fringe that we went to previously, but about a week ago. Um, just a lot we've been doing, so um, had a great time over there. Also, I'm going to get into a little bit about 3D scanning that I'm working on and how that worked out. Uh, not so well with that. So, let me dive into a little bit of this, and hopefully you guys enjoy the episode. Alrighty, so here I go. So anyway, guys, I'm going to get into 3D scanning first, because that's a little bit just quick, simple, easy. Uh, 3D scanning didn't go too well. I ended up using the Connect. Um, version 1 I got uh, Reconstruct Me and a few other programs to try it out um, now the biggest problem with that was is uh, computer's not fast enough to handle I mean it is but it isn't and the program was just a little bit sluggish and just capturing what I really wanted to capture you really have to slow down the camera so as it's like going over YouTube for like this you need to really go slow um, I do have the XYZ uh, scanner that I bought for about 120 bucks when it was on sale. I got it when it first came out, and that's more or less for your head scans, what have you. Um, I'll be getting more into that and really trying that out because that really is more meant for uh, body scans, stuff like that. Can the connect do what I want it to do? Yes, but um, not for what I'm really hoping for. I was really hoping for a clay model sculpture, what have you, uh, and then working from there. But if you really want a good detail scan, laser scanning is probably where you, know, where you want to go with that. Um, and that's just the sad part about the laser scanning because laser scanning, um, I know the XYZ uh, DaVinci Hold on one had a laser scanner. Well, it wasn't very good, but it did capture some really good detail. If you wanted to uh, scan something and then print it, it was all in one inside of the D, um, all in one. Um, and now DaVinci's kind of like getting away from that. So it, um, I really think that you really need to get back into that. Um, definitely make a laser scanner, something better, something detailed. I wouldn't mind paying about 200 bucks. Went on Amazon, didn't really find anything. 
uh, related. Kind of, there's a couple Indiegogo companies that are making them, but um, the, the a lot of the reviews, if there's any reviews that I've read, um, they weren't really making them so well, and the program wasn't really working up to people's standards. If you really do want a good 3D scanner, you, there's companies around Orlando and stuff like that. Uh, it's going to cost you a bit more money, but it's from Autodesk, and they use really good detail scanners. And um, But I really can't complain. I mean, something I thought it might work for my clay sculpture. I'm, like I said, more of a hands-on modeler, but that's how it's been going with that. Um, so I want to use the Connect version, too, but I don't have the plug for it. It's about 90 bucks, and my computer's just not strong enough yet. And um, it's a good computer, but I need to add more into it, RAM, stuff, what have you. It's good for 3D modeling, 3D scanning, or, yeah, 3D modeling, and then 3D printing. I didn't mean 3D scanning. But the uh, XYZ scanner does work on it. It's not a Pentium. It's an AMD. They need a Pentium uh, 7i7. My computer doesn't have that. So if anybody's planning on getting the XYZ scanner, make sure it has that until your computer can handle the freaking room. The problem with the XYZ scanner is the drivers don't like to go in. There's been a lot of complaints on Amazon about that. Some people have had some good results. They weren't expecting much, um, myself included. Um, but I'm still learning it, so we'll go through that process together once I get it up and running again, and, and I'll work on it some more. But that has been my um, things with the scanner, so... Um, I ended up building uh, a Batman fountain. You guys have probably seen that on our, our uh, Instagram, openmindindustries.com. It has all of our links there. So if you guys want to check out our Facebook page, Instagram, stuff like that, feel free to do so. Our YouTube page for this video will be uploaded every week and when I get a chance to do it. I'm a one-man army. Um, so do that. Check us out. Have fun with us. You know, Call me if you need any printing stuff. I do uh, projects for people that I'm not working on, stuff that we're working on. Um, anyway, it's time to get into something fun that we did last week, and it was the Orlando Fringe. Now, the Orlando Fringe is a festival where artists from all around the country and from other, you know, countries come together, states, countries, and, and get together, and then they do some freaking amazing shows. Um, it was cool, man. Like, we, our friends were doing it this year, Ross Padgett and then Logan Donahue, so we were already determined to go and see their shows. We've heard nothing but good things. Uh, Logan, I've seen his show before. Ross, I've worked with him and uh, haven't really seen too many of his shows, but they were freaking outstanding. So we decided, all right, so we'll go see. Uh, a friend uh, of ours was doing a uh, show called The Spielers. That was our first show for the night. We ended up getting there a little bit early because parking usually at Fringe Beer from the Orlando area does suck ass. Uh, it's freaking out. It, you, it's just parking is horrible. So this year we knew, okay, I had to do the pin thing. You had to buy the pin. You had to be in the pin. Pretty much gives you the all-access pass to walk around and catch shows and stuff like that. That just says, hey, you paid to check the fringe out. I like a lot of vendors, stuff like that. But our first night there really was, um, we were looking forward to it. We walked around. met a lot of people that we worked with and stuff like that. Um, it was cool. We saw the ribbon cut and stuff like that. But, dude, there were no food vendors that night, man. That was just really freaking horrible. And uh, my girlfriend and I were just like, well, what do we do? Are they going to open up? Or are they just you know, getting ready for the weekend? Granted, it was, uh, was it a Friday night? It was either a Thursday night or a Friday night. Thursday night we went, and, like, the food vendors were there, but nobody was open, dude. It was, like, the beer tent was the only thing open, and we weren't craving that. And I think that was the only complaint we really had with Fringe. Because all the artists, like, when they came walking up to us, were like, hey, is anything open? We're like, no, there's nothing open, sadly. Um, and uh, we ended up going and getting a lift because we didn't want to leave the car. We left the car in the parking lot because we're like, you know what, screw it. If somebody's going to probably take our spot. So we ended up taking a lift, and the guy that we had was pretty cool. He uh, 
took us up to Veneris, and uh, it was right by the Florida hospital there. And uh, we gave her some food, and then we were like, okay, we really glad we got something to eat. We had like 30 minutes, so then that's our first showing. Uh, and the first showing that we did go see, which I got to pick out, was, I can't remember the full name of it. It's uh, Wickedest Tales of All. I forgot the first name of the company that does it. But if you guys type, type in Wickedest Tales of All, it should pop up. Uh, I can't, I'm so sorry, I can't remember the name. Uh, what it was, was a group of guys and gals that uh, did an amazing show from Edward, Edgar Allan Poe, sorry. Um, really, really good. And he would go through, like, they would go through some really quick stories. Just very, very, you know, steampunky, really cool. Uh, apparently, they've been doing it for a while. Uh, they're now doing it in Orlando now. I think last week there was our second showing. They're doing a couple more shows uh, in Orlando area. They were phenomenal. The show was about uh, about 45 minutes to 50 minutes long. Really good. The puppeteering was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, and then we had about about 45 minutes from that show to head over to the next show. So we saw Ross as we were walking out. We uh, gave him a hug and wished him good luck on the show. Because he had a show that night for Vincent. Uh, and then we ended up going to Spielers. Now Spielers... Um, was a show about, if you work in the theme park industry, was about Poseidon's Fury, pretty much. And pretty much what they do is they played this guy named Taylor. Now, they're all Taylors. If you, anybody has been over to Universal Orlando, check Poseidon's Fury out. Uh, they're just making fun of the theme park industry, you know. It's like, okay, I gotta get on, I gotta get on the tour to, you know, go to the Poseidon thing. And it was just, oh, it was just goofy, messed up. One of my girlfriend's friends was actually in it, and she knew somebody else that was in it, so we ended up saying it. Um... It was a good-sized crowd that night. It was a decent-sized crowd for them. It was just low-budget spaghetti mess, but it was so good. So much fun. Um, had a great time with it. I enjoyed it. Man, if you didn't understand the insider jokes of it, so be it. But, man, everybody was giggling, having a good time, and they were just making fun of the theme park industry like you couldn't believe it. But it was so good. So much fun. Like, me and my girlfriend got all the jokes from it because we're like, damn, that does really happen with us. Um, I gave the show um, a high rating. I, I liked it. Uh, definitely, for me, it was definitely uh, a fun show. I, I would definitely see it again with more bigger crowd, but we really made that room lock a little bit because we were giggling and laughing, and the one girl actually did snort from one of the lines, so it really made the actors kind of snort, too, and they really had it just, like, really, just really cheesy done, but really good. And that was the end of our night there, and... Uh, our biggest only complaint was just like there was no food for our first night. Like that's everybody's complaint was all the we sat down. And we actually had our rest of our meal outside, and uh, all the performers from Canada and stuff like that um, stopped and were like, "Hey, where'd you get your food at?" We're like, "Hey, we went to Panera's." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, I know it's first night. There's no food. Like all the performers were hungry. We were hungry. Guests were hungry. What was that a super pack night? But the um." We uh, were planning on seeing Logan's show. Uh, it was called Unbelievable, Logan Donahue. So we're going to check out his show next. Now, we had to plan all these because our work schedule was horrific and shit like that. But um, after checking that hour, like, okay, cool. You know, we'll do Logan's show and then we can head home and then we can come back. So we weren't planning on doing another show. But throughout that week, my girlfriend ended up working for uh, the Mad Cow Theater prior a few months prior, and she did a play called 1776, which is about the Declaration of Independence being signed, but all-woman cast. It was really well done, really put together, um, and she was one of the stagehands on that show, so she was pretty much the main stagehand washer, you know, behind-the-scenes person on that one. So, anyway, 
one of her friends called her from that and said, hey, man, you guys are doing your lateral fringe. Um, they're giving tickets away for Family Feud, but you need to sign up. Like, the first five people that go on in Facebook and say, hey, I want a ticket, you might get a ticket. So my girlfriend was the first one. I got a text uh, right after her, and she's like, you need to go on Facebook right now. Here's a link. I clicked it, and I wrote, saw her what she did. So it was the first five people got a ticket. And uh, so I was like, you know what? I don't know if I have to answer a question or what have you. Uh, so I put, um, uh, you know, please and kindly. And sure enough, I got an email back maybe about 30 minutes later saying, hey, you got a ticket also. So we ended up getting a friend of ours a ticket. She wasn't able to attend the show. But anyway, so we had another show we needed to attend. And then Logan's show, luckily, was a bit after. Uh, so we were able to stop out and actually have food. We were to see Logan on that day. So we were like, you know what? We're waiting for Christine to show up. Christine wasn't able to show. Unfortunately, she had makeup she had to do for Universal. Um, so we're like, fuck it, man. We'll, you know, we'll get some food. We are hoping she'd make it, but unfortunately, it was just rough for her to make it over there. Just a scheduling for her. Um, but anyway, so we had another ticket, and we got to go over there, and uh, we weren't expecting anything. We were like, oh, my God, we got another ticket, you know, show to do. Uh, we saw Logan. Logan popped his head up in, inside the uh, beer tent and uh, was shaking people's hands and seeing friends he hasn't seen. And I got a few photos of him. I'll post those on our uh, Instagram of our experience. It's been a little bit uh, podcasting and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. So, it's all Logan, stuff like that. We had a really cool... Luckily, the food trucks were open that day. All of them were pretty much open. We grabbed some... Um, we had a pizza, margarita, and then we grabbed a uh, some barbecue. It was really good. So, we're like, okay, we have to make the show for Family Feud. So, we ended up going into the venue and over at the Shakespeare. Or, not the Shakespeare, the um, art museum. Which was that? Well, what that theater was. We checked it out, and we had no idea what was going on. So we walked in. We saw a few of our friends from Universal over there, and went in, thinking nothing of it. And she was like, "Hey, let's get front row." So I'm thinking nothing of it. So we went to the front row, and we sat down. And uh, I was excited for the show. We thought nothing of it. And so the guy comes out, introduces himself, and they introduce the new the cast. You know, the, all these performers were doing friendships so we had the one do the dramas and you had the other other people the uh, comedians and um they all pretty much he chose the one girl in the third row and she lifted her hand up and she said i mean me, me, and they picked her and dana already had her hand up and they ended up picking her which is completely at random we didn't want to expecting it she's freaking out she's all excited um so she got to get up and uh you know you're not allowed to, allowed to yell at the crowd but man there's some other questions that they had for family viewed were insane What's the first thing you smell at fringe? And, uh, you know, a few people said this and that. Um, so anyway, Dana ended up winning on her side. Now, that was freaking awesome. Okay, so she got a little small package, stuff like that. But for the bonus round, we weren't expecting this. Uh, apparently, she was going to win if they got everything correctly. She'd get da-da-da, and they announced that package. And then she would get the person that lost who didn't get their package combined. So she ended up winning two packages if the bonus round was completed. So Dana decided, you know, you see that you can sit on stage. She goes, well, I want the girls to, I want to pick the ladies to do it. So she had the Cold Hearts, who I'll talk about in a minute, who are a band, their show was pretty good. And then she had uh, Beth, crap, I can't remember her name. Uh, Beth, uh, Beth was doing the commencement. Um, and then she had Valerie Davis, we ended up meeting, we were playing with the, uh, the Pink Hulk, who was a breast cancer survivor, what have you. Um, and it was really freaking neat. Let me just get Beth's name, so I'm not going to kill her. I'm not going to butcher the name, unfortunately. It's going to kill me if I don't say it properly. 
Did I delete it? I think I did. Darn it. Anyway, I'll grab it in a minute or two, but I'm not bad about that. But, um, so anyway, she chose the ladies, and Beth's like, I don't need my tickets. I've already, because Dana would win her, her tickets to her, for her shows, too. And um, so anyway, so Dana chose the girls. So Valerie Davis, met, she went down Valerie, but Valerie was up in like a little tiara and stuff like that. It was really cool. And they had 20 seconds, and she started going through her answers. Boom. And by the time Beth, uh, uh, Valerie Davis was already done, it was already freaking, we were already up there in points. It was 158 points we already had. So we only needed a few more. So it was close. Beth gets walking out, and there they go, what was the first thing, what's the thing you smell in the air and fringe? And she goes, uh, being a producer and doing a lot of shows, oh, she's like, pot. It was the first one. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was like, I think it was like 10. Said that. In the end, all we needed was 11 points. We had two more to go. Boom. Uh, I think Beth said why, and it popped up. Damn. Fucking 211 points is what we needed, and we got it. And then when, uh, uh, nudity was another one that was 11, and so we already hit like a, uh, 222, so we already maxed out. So it was freaky. We weren't expecting to win at all. It was just crazy. Dana really needed the win because she had a rough year. It was a good time, and we met so many good performers. We met the Cold Hearts. We met uh, people. Um, I got to go see the Bow and Arrow because they seemed really cool. So needless to say, it was awesome. And Dana she was freaking out. She had her bag with her, and she's squeaking like a kid. So we ended up getting free tickets to go see some of the more shows. We, so our friends is really cool because we got to see a lot more things we weren't planning on seeing. And we'll meet a lot more performers, stuff like that, what have you. Um, but yeah, man, they were, they were great. So, next up was Logan's show. We saw Logan's show, Unbelievable. And, uh, we told Logan all about what was going on after the show. And I work with Logan personally, so it was pretty cool to see him and do his stuff. And Danny ended up getting picked in his show because she said a really good question to Logan. And he goes, inside Logan's show, he said, you know, what's the one thing, you know, people think of say to you, you know? Uh, and uh, she could, you know, they say, oh, it didn't happen. And Dana goes, well, the, you know, that's the one thing she always the Holocaust didn't happen. And Logan kind of pulled her and he goes, yeah. He goes, a good question to that. And he gives her a book title if she needs to read or whatever, what have you. And um, he ended up pulling her up on the stage of fake news, real news, you know, to find the difference between that. His show was about politics and learning your facts on politics and to be an advocate. It was really, really good and it was really well done. Logan's done some really good shows. Um, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. It was definitely another, worth another watch. We just didn't have time to do everything because everybody shows her different spread throughout the week. Um, and then I believe the next day we got to go see Valerie's show. I think Valerie was, was the first show, the Pink Hole. I ended up buying a ticket for her show. I didn't get a free ticket because um, the Dana didn't end up getting because Dana, you know, won the package, what have you. But it was to breast cancer, so I donated because my mom's a breast cancer survivor. And it was a good show. We ended up meeting her, and her show was really good. And um, I had to send Valerie out some tips on how to preserve her styrofoam head. Um, I'll do that sometime this week. I think Dana's got her number, so I'll text her that. She's got some props that she's using. That her, the styrofoam was just, you know, deteriorating really bad. So I asked a few of my prop friends how to preserve that because I forgot. Um, a few of them came up with some really good suggestions and that they use. And then one of them really came up with a really good idea because there's a company that makes something that protects it for that exact reason. Which check the clock here. Alright. I'm going to speed this up because I need to get in the shower and I need to get the one to work. <laughs> Sadly. Um, 
So anyway, we checked it with Valerie, took a photo with her and stuff like that. Valerie Davis is on Facebook, check her out, The Pink Hulk. Um, and then we saw the commencement, and we saw Beth's show, and we didn't know one of our friends was actually in the commencement. Uh, we work with her, she does works for Universal Law, so I'm not going to say what she really does. Um, but the commencement was about uh, a person that walks into a school, pretty much the mother, you know, is a, uh, her son all his life has been picked on, you know, he's never fit in, never fit in, and then, you know, um, she's talking about, you know, the drama, and then he ended up killing himself, and, and reached why. So the second person was the girl, she came out, and she actually went to school with this kid, and, and she kind of created it, befriended him through books in the library, because she would take work to the library, and kind of read, he was a smart kid, he started reading all these books, and she left, like, little notes to kind of figure him out. And she kind of tried to, you know, calm him down, and, and you know, break into his head a little bit. Um, good, good play, and then the mother, you know, the person that we worked with, she was the mother of the girl that was killed. And it was a, it was a hardcore drama, I mean, the the London attack just happened, stuff like that, and and, it, and they spoke about that after the play. Um, it was very well done. Um, we saw Vincent uh, a night prior to that, and Vincent was fucking outstanding. Ross did a phenomenal job. He played a dog with a cat as his friend, <laughs> and the roommates and the boyfriend and girlfriend moving together, and it was just outstanding. Standingly good. Oh my god, it was good. Um, it was great, man. They actually won a viewer's choice. So, it was pretty darn good. I enjoyed myself on that one. And, you know, I think when we got out of uh, the commencement the next day, she was like, kind of wish we saw Rush the show again. We saw Rush before I was leaving. She was, Dana was going to leave, and then I was going to go do uh, Bow and Arrow and Necrophilia. And from the Cold Hearts, the show's called Necrophilia. Uh, it's, I forgot the fucking first name of it. It was necrophilia, and the person that works on the bodies ends up falling in love with her corpse. The corpse, she's working on this this guy. And he's a drummer, and she's a guitar player, and they're the bassist. It just was fucking outstanding. They did an amazing job. So the Cold Hearts, if you guys are listening, text, I tweeted you guys. I didn't have, uh, I didn't have any more cash on me. I ended up having to go to the ATM, but I was, I was like, you know, it's good. I'm just going to go home. If there's a way to get your music legally through uh, SoundCloud, what have you, I'd like to get a copy of it. I did tweet you guys. Um, I really would like to, because they had uh, bootleg CDs, they said, but I didn't have enough cash on me to grab it. I was all out of funds. I did donate. I threw like three bucks in their uh, their donation bin and took, took a pen for me and Dana, a button for me and Dana, so I threw some bucks in there. Um, Bow and Arrow was really, really good. Um, they were amazing. They were like doing balloon tricks and just, oh, it was a great sketch comedy. Um... I donated to theirs too. They did a great job. It was all pretty much in the same venue, the same theater, up in the it was like the green venue. Yeah, I think that was what it was. But um, yeah, both shows were freaking amazing. Uh, I saw the bow and arrow one first, and they, like I said, they were more or less acrobatics, and they were freaking outstanding. Uh, some things didn't go off without a hitch. I think that was on purpose, but it was freaking brilliant. If you guys get to catch bow and arrow, check them out. They were amazingly good. I literally jumped out of my chair and cheered because it was a fun, goofy show. The Cold Hearts, again, uh, amazing show with the necrophilia. It was loud. It was amazing. Uh, Kate can actually freaking... Katie, Kate, uh, can, can hold a fucking note, man. She did an amazing job singing. The drummer, uh, everybody there was great. Uh, and that was the show, guys. We won from Family Feud, and Kate actually gave me a ticket to her show because Dana couldn't make it. And Dana was like, how was it? I'm like, it was fucking incredible. She's like, was it scary or anything? I was like, no, it was really... Uh, you really understand theater because me and Dana do we're theater people the lighting was cool the technicians were awesome I actually thanked the tech when I walked out because the technicians uh, 
Or kind of like you, like what's the one thing who does a tech? And they said, nobody put technicians up there and all. The tech just shut the fucking lights down. It's like, fuck this, I'm walking out. It's kind of like, you know, support your tax guys because they're the ones that run your shows. But anyway, uh, the Cold Hearts, if you guys are listening, I'd like to get a copy of your music. I'm going to text you, tweet you again, see if I can get a copy of that. I'm willing to pay for it uh, any way I can. So, uh, really, really good. They did an amazing job. Bow and Arrow, amazing job. Um, those are my last couple shows. Um, to, to fringe. So pretty much, um, I mean, we had a we had a great time. I think my only fault with Fringe this year was um, just not having enough food. I mean, the food trucks were good. It just felt kind of not overly done. It just like yeah, a lot more running space this year. I mean, we saw A2 Milk, and I was on their Instagram, and we tried some milk from Publix out and stuff like that. That was a fun fun place. I think um, the Fringe did what they could do. Um, but yeah, the one thing we made complaint, like we said, was. Night one, and all the artists said the same thing. Where the hell was the food? Because they could really, they were starving. And I think, and I was like, said, I was, we got back from Fernandez, I ended up eating on the ramp inside the uh, the uh, Shakespeare Theater to wait for our first show, The Wickedest Tales of All. And this actor comes by and he goes, uh, he goes, you gotta be careful, there's a lot of starving actors around. He started giggling. I said, yeah, I know. I said, I'll feed them if they want. I asked him if he wanted a bite of my, my, uh, my Billy cheesesteak. <laughs> and he's kind of laughed. But, um, yeah, it was a great time. Great fringe. Um, looking forward to doing it again. Um, and a big shout-out to Vincent, uh, Logan Donahue, Ross Padgett, uh, The Cold Hearts, Bow and Arrow, uh, Beth. Uh, God dang it, I can't remember your last name. I don't know why. I'll give you a shout-out. I'll put you guys on my Twitter or whatever. Um, so the commencement, unbelievable. Vincent, uh, Bow and Arrow, Necrophilia from The Cold Hearts. Um, the Pink Hulk. What else did we see? What else did we see? I think that's about it. I know Dana wanted to see Bitch Perfect, but we were just, our schedules were so complete. The Family Feud, um, was just incredible. Everybody there was great. Um, so, it was a fun time. And hopefully you guys, if you guys come to the Orlando area around the, this time of the year, you can check that out. It's, it is raining like crazy now, but, um, hopefully you guys enjoy yourselves. Um, and always guys... Have a good one. I'm going to sign off because i got to get in the shower. Hopefully this wasn't rambling on too much. But definitely check out the Orlando Fringe. And I'll be tweeting some of these uh, people out. That way you can check their shows out. Definitely check out the Cold Hearts. They were really good. If they're doing another show somewhere, definitely check them out. Bow and Arrow. Check them out. I think they're in the state. They said they're in the Seattle area. But their shows are outstanding. I think most of these artists should do uh, YouTube uh, some videos. That way they're able to get their faces out there more. Um, especially the Cold Heart, man. Get some of that music out there, man. Like, dude. I mean, I'm willing to pay a few bucks to hear your stuff, or even buy it, like, legally. I don't want to legally download it, you know, it's just, I'm not about that. I mean, I, I was back in the day, but now it's just, like, a few bucks, I, I wouldn't mind. Like, I don't mind putting in for donations, but, yeah, definitely a lot of those guys, um, especially Logan, we're trying to get Logan to do um, a lot of his stuff on YouTube, because I think it would really fucking sell, man. And Logan, if you're listening, definitely, man, you gotta start doing that. I know it's, the thing about Fringe is that you gotta go see it. You gotta go see Fringe. Now, you won't understand it otherwise. But uh, a lot of these artists, that if you're trying to get their name out there, you really guys should do a little teaser on what it's about or show to you for just a little hint of what it is. And you guys are probably, you're, you're probably, you're oversell your damn tickets. So the Spielers, everybody, they did an amazing job. Um, congrats to you all. And we had a good time. We, our money was really well spent this year. I mean, we only spent a few. Uh, I want to say about 150 bucks, 175 bucks altogether for everything, food, 
tickets, what have you. Um, but it was a great time, and I'm uh, looking forward to it. Um, alrighty, guys. Hope you had a good one. Hopefully, I wasn't rambling too much. And uh, there'll be another episode coming up uh, this week also. It's already been recorded. Uh, Michael Fernesco, who designed our logo, is going to be joining me on that one. And I'm just editing that down a little bit. For us, we had a good time talking about video games and what we like to do and what the logo all means. Um, so, anyway, have a good one. Have a great day. Try not to get wet. It's going to have to rain here in Florida. That's why I'm saying that. Uh, and always, guys, always keep an open mind. Have a good one. <laughs>